Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today we're going to be talking about the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and their stance on critical race theory. They took a stand on critical race theory uh, last week during their convention and it is a woefully inadequate stance they took. It was not a good position that they took. It is a very weak position. We're going to talk about this story and no one is really talking about the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and their convention that just took place. So I'm happy to be the first one outside of the LCMS to really talk about this story. And again, it is more the same that we've seen from other denominations. The most obvious comparison is the Southern Baptist Convention, which has never condemned critical race theory, despite the fact that it was one of the most pressing issues at multiple uh, SBC conventions, yet they never condemned it. So the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod does name critical race theory in a resolution. We're going to dive into that resolution and why the language is so ridiculously inadequate. So we're going to get into that. But first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us at over, over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. Like I said, no one else outside of like the LCMS Pravda is covering this story and they're covering it poorly. So we got to do some legwork here. So you can support us at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join Patreon like system. We also have a free Evangelical Dark Web newsletter. Check that out as well. Bypass big tech censorship. But the least you can do like this video, subscribe to the channel or podcast if you are new that really helps with the magical algorithm so let's dive into this article that i wrote that's going to be our guiding piece so uh the lcms uh synod took place last week uh, they had a convention received very little outside coverage um some of the notorious dissidents were uh commenting on the situation as it went down uh, we're going to make a reference to them a little bit later on but Needless to say, not a whole lot of attention got uh, given to this and the story that we're about to cover. The 68th convention of the LCMS met and passed a resolution rejecting all forms of racism. While this seems innocuous, they have passed 36 resolutions on racism to date. And I'm not even sure if that includes all the resolutions on racism that were from this convention. That's just a quote from the reporter the LCMS reporter, which is their uh, Pravda. So that's according to them 36 times in 68 conventions. So that's pretty excessive as far as, you know, market share and mind share of what the conversation is at the LCMS. Yet this resolution 11.2a is unique in that it attempts and fails to address critical race theory diversity, equity, and inclusion, and Black Lives Matter. Instead, it actually coddles these ideologies with a single exception. So we're going to read uh, a couple of the whereases and one of the resolves because, again, uh, we're going to read like five of the whereases, I think. So, whereas uh, the contemporary movements, methodologies, and ideologies that seek to address racism, such as Black Lives Matter, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and critical race theory. These are BLM, DEI, and CRT, respectively. And 
whereas BLM, DEI, and CRT are multifaceted and include controversial aspects and theories as well as some explicitly unbiblical tenets, and whereas elements of BLM organizational philosophy, certain DEI policies, and some proponents of CRT often divide people on the basis of race and may therefore promote another form of racism, and whereas, here we get the switch. I want you to pay attention to how qualified the statements on cultural Marxism were. And then watch us talk about the whole white supremacy, so white people racism. Whereas, additional contemporary ideologies and movements such as Nazism, white supremacy, and white nationalism espouse unbiblical aspects, theories, and tenets. And, whereas Nazism, white supremacy and white nationalism divide people on the basis of race, therefore promoting racism. And, and that's the last whereas we're going to read. So, you see the issue. When it comes to uh, critiquing or addressing critical race theory at all, the kitty gloves are on. The critiques are insanely qualified. But when it comes to addressing contemporary you know movements like nazism really nazism's contemporary in 2023 like this is 1930s germany like that's when nazism was a you know legitimate movement now they're not talking about ukrainians here uh so like i said uh the key issues are found in the language Regarding the liberal ideology, the resolution assumes critical race theory at all seek to address racism. They don't seek to address racism. They seek to advance racism. Additionally, they include aspects and theories as well as some, uh, you know, they include aspects and theories as well as some uh, unbiblical tenets. So, including and then some unbiblical tenets, whereas when they talked about Nazism and white supremacy and white nationalism, it's espouse unbiblical aspect. They didn't qualify their critique of, you know, white nationalism, whatever that is. They didn't qualify that. Instead, they qualify their critique of critical race theory. Moreover, some proponents of CRT often divide people by race. Really, just some of them? So the way that Lutherans deal with the niche to non-existent neo-Nazi movement, again, it's niche to non-existent, uh, specifically in regards to most prominent Nazis are probably fed, so it's niche to non-existent, compared with the rampant cultural Marxism that is loaded in their denomination, demonstrates a lack of seriousness in their resolve Neo-Nazis have no ability to carry out their racism, but cultural Marxists have been successful for decades. Yet, the more prominent threats get the kid gloves treatment because the LCMS is so afraid of being called racist that they've apparently had 36 resolutions denouncing racism in 68 years. So now, let's read the resolve. There is half of a resolve that addresses critical race theory. Half. Uh, it says the whole resolve, I'll read the whole resolve. So resolved that the Lutheran church, Missouri synod 
rejects any doctrine that teach or ideology that teaches the superiority of one race, ancestry, or nationality over another. I'm going to pause right there because I got to say, like, that's kind of like a multiculturalism thing. Like, are we not allowed to teach that different, you know, cultures are better? I'm a little confused on that one. Uh, Or I want clarification. I'm not necessarily confused, but you know how much of this started. Like, it was all the multiculturalism was what preceded the whole social emotional learning in public schools and stuff. So we got to pay attention to the uh, past language. Uh, just like last week, how we talked about how they used to say equality, 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 and then they switched to equity. Uh, we got to pay attention to the past language, and we got to make sure we're not just adopting liberalism from 10 years ago. So, or uh, that teaches that an individual is inherently racist or oppressive because of his or her race, ancestry, or nationality. Uh, So that's the condemnation of critical race theory at all. Inherently racist or oppressive because of his or her race, ancestry, or nationality. So inherently, that's a key operative word there. Uh, That's actually a pretty qualified statement as well, inherently. Uh, So the lone critique of critical race theory at all is half a resolve A cultural Marxist could easily sidestep this by saying not all white people are racist because some are sufficiently anti-racist. Remember how uh, critical race theory teaches that, you know, in order to not be racist, you must be anti-racist. Well, not all white people are racist because some are now anti-racist. They followed the program and now they're no longer racist. So thus, white people aren't inherently racist anymore because some of them can be cured. So... There's so many ways to weasel around this because these are weasel words. These are not adequate critiques. Furthermore, you're, you know, you can view, you know, the idea that all white people are racist. That's either a starting premise of critical race theory or the logical conclusion of it, depending on where you dive into the ideology. But that's not the only issue with critical race theory. Its solutions are bad. Its ability to identify problems are bad. And as we'll see, the critical race theory method of identifying problems is embraced by the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod in other areas. So we're going to talk about that momentarily, uh, actually right now. So recently, uh, the LCMS published an article calling the denomination too white. This was not a video that I did, but it was an article that I wrote, I believe on a Saturday. And this was one of the most popular articles of this summer. It got picked up by conservative media. Uh, fun fact. So it was, it was July's most read article. And uh, it dealt with the a professor Emer, Emer, emeritus. I want to say emeritus like it's a disease. But a professor emeritus of, of an LCMS seminary basically wrote the denominations too white. The country's not too white. We need to change with the times, man. Even though the LCMS has plenty of natural avenues for advancing without trying to say, how do you do fellow urbanites in cities that don't really have a whole lot of, you know, Germanic ancestry that is the bread and butter of the LCMS. Uh, certain denominations in the United States are tied to certain European ethnic groups like the LCMS has a large German heritage. The 
Uh, Evangelical Free Church of America has a large Sweden, a uh, Swede heritage. Uh, the Christian Reformed Church has some Dutch uh, Reformed uh, heritage as well. So a lot of these denominations have a European ancestry, a unique European ancestry, and there's nothing wrong with that. It just seems a little far-fetched to assume that, you know, uh, you know, inner city black America is going to embrace Lutherism all of a sudden. Uh, because I'm not a Lutheran myself, so, you know, you're not going to win me on the theology. So what are they going to win them to? That's a good question. So additionally, we've talked about Ryan Turnipseed in the past on this channel, specifically as it relates to Chris Rosebro, a not LCMS member, but nonetheless a confessional Lutherism, uh, confessional Lutheran, uh, condemning and joining the LCMS establishment and condemning Ryan Turnipseed for pointing out how the liberal drift is evident in the uh, latest essays and uh, the essays in the catechism and all the annotations to Lutheran's larger catechism as well. So they also had some essays that involve uh, contemporary ac applications of Lutheran's commentary and stuff like that. Uh, and again, uh, one of the key screenshots that was in the famous Ryan Terms seed thread from January includes the fact that they uh, condemn gentrification as bad. It just, he, he has multiple screenshots that just emphasize how the Lutheran church is embracing critical race theory and social justice, all these liberal terms, because that's the movement of the denomination. They are going woke, but they're in such denial about going woke that it's why they're going woke really fast, in my opinion. So the, the LCMS, how do they respond to these friendly criticisms of Ryan Turnipseed that were made on a tweet thread? And, and he even advocated, you know, hey, let's be friendly and email these concerns to your local Luth friendly neighborhood Lutheran and all that other stuff. And they basically wanted to crack the whip on them. This is a denomination that is very top heavy in age, very up there in years. And they're condemning and, you know, bringing the uh, inquisition down on a college student. So that's the LCMS for you. So in June, the LCMS president, Matt Harrison, won re-election. The runner up in that race was supported by the woke faction of the LCMS and received over 30% of the vote. This is another article that I covered, uh, LCMS thing. This was back in June. Clearly, if this resolution condemned critical race theory, it would not have received 91.24% of the vote. So if it was an adequate critique of critical race theory, it would probably not have passed. But instead, it was an inadequate critique. It was toothless. It was weaselly. It allows the evil people to weasel out of it. it. It passed with flying colors. So in 2021, the Southern Baptist Convention failed to address critical race theory and similarly coddled it by failing to address the ideology by name. Even worse, the LCMS addresses critical race theory by name but offers an inadequate critique, ultimately shielding its proponents in their denomination from criticism. So that is the story here. So that's what's going on in the LCMS 
I know someone asked that I do more coverage of the LCMS and critical race theory and how they're addressing it. Well, this is the bombshell of how the LCMS is addressing critical race theory. They are late to the game and they are inadequate. They are, a, they are years late and dollars short. This is an inadequate critique. I award them no points and may God have mercy on their soul. Have a blessed day. Uh, let me know what you think about what I think and we'll catch you on the next one.